Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, psychology student, wife, and mama four. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, today I'm here with Eleanor. Eleanor Dooley used to struggle for years with overeating, excess toxic load, and lack of sleep. That lack of sleep can bite you right in the ass, I tell you what. (laughs) The last two nights I've been going to bed later than I normally do, and I've definitely felt it. I'm like, no, no, girl, we got to get back on that sleep train. Um, She was burnt out and fueling her body with Diet Coke and drive throughs I used to drink Diet Coke too all the time and Diet Dr. Pepper. Diet Dr. Pepper was my favorite. Um, After years of gaining weight and feeling depleted, she took matters into her own hands and found a way way to heal her damaged body and thrive with whole foods. She began to lose weight, sleep amazingly, and create boundless energy. Becoming a holistic health coach has empowered her to share the tremendous benefits you can enjoy through proper guidance and practice. She is finishing up her master's degree in clinical nutrition from Maryland University of Integrative Health and looks forward to helping many more people. So Eleanor, this is your second time being on the podcast. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I was just looking and I was telling Eleanor before we started the interview was, oh my gosh, it was like two years ago. I like, I've been doing this for so long. <laughs> yeah, but we're still so young. So that's what makes it cool. <laughs> I know. I know. And by the time people hear this, they, they will have heard the announcement that I'm scaling back to every other week. And I was like, this is my baby. I can't let it go. So I'm just going to scale back a little bit. You know, that, yeah. that whole burnout, you definitely don't want to burn out on the things that you, you love doing. Love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's two years has gone by and a lot has changed, but I kind of had to refine the things that I loved and where I spent my time so that I didn't burn out. Right. Well, speaking of two years that have passed, I'd love to have you share with us what has been going on in your world since you were last on the podcast. There's been so much that's happened. Yeah. So last time I was on, um, I was um, a a new health coach within um, maybe two or three years. And I was just sort of getting my feet wet and trying to figure everything out. And um, I kind of had one of those moments where I was like, well, I, it's not working the way I thought it would. And I, I want to help on a deeper level. And I was helping the people I was helping. And um, I just, it, you know, an email came into my inbox one day and it was just like, oh, you know, are you a health coach? Would you like to learn more? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like divine intervention. And yeah. I, I was like, yes. And I looked and um, it was uh, an application to the Maryland University of Integrative Health master's program. And I, it kind of dawned on me, like, I can't do a grad program. What am I crazy? I'm, I'm in my forties. I've got three kids at home. Like this can't, you know, and it was funny because as I was looking at it, my husband walked past and just looked over my shoulder and was just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, he's like, are you thinking about going to grad school? And I was like, I, I think I am. <laughs> like it was just, you know, and then the more I got excited about it, the more I read about the classes and I was just, you know, it, it was one of those times where you just feel so empowered, like, I'm going to do this, I can do this. And 
all the other little things that are going to hold me back. I'm just going to break right through and see what happens. You know, taking a risk and doing what you really love. And it doesn't feel like a chore when you love it and you've got the right um, support to do it. So, so I've been in grad school and I've been studying clinical nutrition and I've been building up my business in a much more, um, at a, a pace that fits my lifestyle. Um, you know, you feel like you want it all. And then when you feel the re reality of, oh, I can't handle all of it. Right. <laughs> so, um, so it's just learning and um, learning to scale and really focus on the things that, that I want to help people with. Right. Yeah. That's a, I went back to school too in the last two years Yeah. <laughs> for psychology, although I haven't, I'm working on my bachelor's right now. I haven't reached that grad school level, but I will be in my forties by the time I'm done grad school because uh, I want to go for my PhD and that's going to take a, a bit of time. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> and it, and when I kind of let go of those feelings of, Oh, I'm going to be old or I'm going to be this, or I'm going to be that. And like, I just, who cares? Who cares? We are inspired women and we are people that can take these chances and do it at any age. So I let go of all of that um, junk that was holding me back. Uh, and this, this picture, this image that I had, like, I have to look like this. I have to, I have to have these credentials. I have to do this. And, and it's not true. If you're passionate and, and you, you follow your dreams, you can do it. So, um, so that's where I am. And I'm just on my, in my last trimester. And it's one of those like, oh my gosh, it's going to really happen. So <laughs> All that hard work. So how, how have you changed like with what you're teaching after all that you've learned? Like what makes, what is this master program going to give you that it, you didn't have before? Yeah. So, um, well, it, when you start a master's program uh, and you will get there, um, you know, it, it takes you back to the basics. I mean, I, I was doing organic biochemistry, which is totally scary. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but it's, it, it all started to click into place when, when I, the things that I was preaching, the healthy whole foods and the, and the good lifestyle, when I knew the like physiology behind it, mm -hmm. and when I knew the things that really go into it for people and the things that click. And what is happening as I'm seeing clients now is I sit and listen to everything. I ask questions and I listen because I'm not a symptoms healer. Mm. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are stuck because they go see a doctor or they go see a therapist or they go somewhere and they don't get that. They don't get somebody to connect all the dots. They right. just give them a Band-Aid and say, I hope you don't have a headache anymore, rather than saying, why do you have a headache? Mm -hmm. Let's figure out, let's dig a little deeper. So I'm, I'm equipped to ask questions and connect dots on a much deeper level than I was able to two years ago. And I hope in two years from now, that will be even more. But um, it, it gave me a lot of confidence. Um, but not only that, it gave me just... Um, the ability to help people in a much deeper way. Yeah. I love the whole person approach. 
Uh, so the therapist, I've been fortunate, my last two therapists, I've had three, uh, <laughs> my last two therapists have been a whole person approach instead of being like, oh, let's just focus on this one little aspect of your life. So my first therapist did that. She was like, oh, you had an abusive relationship before you got married. That's probably why you feel the way you do. Let's, let's fix, like work through that and you'll be all good. And she thought I was good to go. And then I stopped going to therapy and I was, I lost my freaking mind. Yeah. Oh and the my. last two I've had have been more of like, let's dig deeper. What's going on here? What might be happening with you that you may not um, have realized? I also got like a new mental health diagnosis because my last therapist before I moved, she was very like deep. Like she was like, here, these are some other people I think you should go and see and talk to because I'm equipped to help you so far, but I think there's more going on that I don't know. And really willing to like look deeper, which is very helpful versus that person that you go in. And like you said, it's like, oh, you have anxiety. Let me teach you some techniques that'll help with your anxiety, but they don't want to find out why you have anxiety in the first place. Yeah. Or here's some pills that'll make you forget about it for a little while, which is what happened to me um, as well. And that just never sat well with me. I'm kind of like, well, what I'm like looking around for, wait, when are you going to ask me about stuff? Mm -hmm. And, um, so two years ago I was helping people with weight loss and helping people feel better. And now, um, I know that weight loss is not just about the food. It's a big part of it, but there's so much more to, um, hormone balance, gut health, um, stress, sleep, all of these components that are you know, day in, day out for us, we're kind of like, oh, I, you know, I drink a couple cups of coffee and I do this and I didn't sleep last night. And, you know, my kid was sick. So I was up and the element of self-care and the realistic um, weight that it, it metaphorically and physical weight that it, it takes our toll on our body. I've started taking those things really seriously instead of just, I mean, I used to blow that stuff off too. I used to Oh, whatever, whatever sleep I get, I get, you know, right. and then, you know, and it goes, especially for women, when you've got um, your hormonal cycles, every week is different. So mm -hmm. your BMR can change uh, your, your basal metabolic rate, which is basically how many calories you should be eating that can change. So if a, a fitness um, or a, um, a dietitian says that this is how much you should eat, that might just be for that week. That might mm -hmm. not be um, on a changing on a changing scale. So when I work with clients one on one, it's it's on a every time is different, and every circumstance is different, and every person is different. And I'm willing to change with them and adapt rather than just say, "This is the plan we created. Here it is. Good luck. You know, let me know how it goes." Because that only works for so long. Right. Right there. Um, I used to be a beach body coach long time oh, ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Um, and one of the big beach body celebrities is Shalene Johnson. And she, I guess she came out, what was it like two years ago, a year and a half ago, she came out with this, this new, she said it's the anti-diet diet plan and talks about like <laughs> switching it up every week and all this different mm -hmm. stuff, which is great. It's true. We do need to switch it up. It's, it's, 
are, we're not like, this is us for the rest of our lives. We're going to change. Yep. We're going to get older. You know, our hormones are going to shift. There's all sorts of kind of things that could go on with us. Um, but I thought it was funny. She said it's the anti-diet yet. It sounded so much like a diet. Like, you know, you're, you're telling yeah. us these weeks we got to eat these certain things. Oh, but then the next couple of weeks we're going to eat this different thing and right. all this stuff where I'm just like, really? Like, come on. Like, we're not all one size fits all. You're, you're selling this plan for, it's supposed to work for everybody, but we're all different. Like what's going to work for you and, and whatever, it's not going to work for everybody. Right. And, and it's funny because, as the diets evolve, because we had the, let's take out the carbs. Okay. Everybody, let's take out the fat. First was fat. Then it's carbs. Now everybody's like pro fat. Uh, eat too much fat, but don't eat carbs. And you know, when when you boil it down, as coming from a health coach that studies nutrition, it's all about figuring out the balance in your diet to see what your body needs, because you could be more susceptible based on your genetic history. Mm. You could be more susceptible to a deficiency in iron. Maybe that's your culture. Maybe you know, um, or, or you do better on animal fats and somebody else does better on a vegan diet. Well, you're not going to figure that out by going on a, a, a plan that tells you to eat 1200 calories a day. And that's, a, they don't care if right. they, those could be 1200 calories of Oreo cookies. Like <laughs> that's a calorie. That's a calorie. And people have come to me saying like, well, I ate, you know, this many, you know, this many carbs and this many. And I said, well, what kind of carbs? Mountain Dew. And yeah, Oreos. They were looking, and yeah, they're looking at they're like, well, why do you need to know that? <laughs> because it's everything. It's everything. And I've learned over the years you have to ask the right questions. And for the people that are there and willing to listen and wanting to change, those are the people that I love helping. I can't help the people that don't want to be helped, and that's okay. Um, and I have to be okay with that, which I, I, I'm getting there, but um, you know, it's it, it's really a different perspective when you allow yourself to listen more than you actually speak. What are some basic food rules? I quote, quote unquote food rules. I forget nobody can see me <laughs> except you. Um, <laughs> quote unquote food rules that will kind of help people to eat the kind of foods that they need. Um, because there's certain like underlying things that we all should follow. I mean, we're joking around right. about Oreos and Mountain Dew. Um, but I mean, those, that's cause those aren't real foods. Like right. they're made in a it's lab. It's not a real food group. Right. <laughs> so well, what are that, some that, things that people could like when they're, if they're just starting out with like, you know, I'd really like to start, um, fueling my body better. Uh, what are some things that could help them? Yeah, well, so, I mean, everybody knows vegetables and, you know, um, you want to eat. The thing is the balance. And, and I use that word to mean that not everybody eats breakfast. Some people just have this thing like, I can't eat breakfast, I can't eat this. Or they starve themselves all day and then they indulge at night. Or So those kinds of stressors, those physical stressors on your body are really hard. It's hard for your body to balance. It's hard for your body to make hormones when they haven't been fed. It, and the other thing is when you undereat, your body gets nervous and stores fat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this 
this mentality of I'm going to eat less so that I lose weight. It's not true. It is, it is false. And what happens is your body creates fat to save itself. Mm -hmm. So when you're thinking about, I don't know what to eat, so I'm going to eat nothing. That's not the right answer. You have to look around and see what, you know, what is a fresh fruit or vegetable that's available. Um, Even fast food restaurants, although they're not super appetizing, the salad option, there's usually a grilled chicken option. There's um, something that's hopefully not deep fried and battered and dipped in sauces. Um, You know, you want to figure out where you can get those whole food nutrients. Um, You know, fruit is good. People are scared of fruit because there's carbs and sugar in it, but there's so many nutrients and fiber. If you like going to the bathroom, which Which we we all all should, (laughs) we all should. And we all like to do it when it's very pleasant. You have to eat fruits and vegetables. So, um, you know, there's a lot of stigma. People like, well, I don't like vegetables. You know, it's like, you've got to find, you've got to find those ones or twos and maybe it'll grow. Maybe you haven't tried everything, or maybe you tried something when you were 10 years old and you hated mm-hmm. it because your mom boiled it and it should be <laughs> cooked in a different way. Right. Um, but you have to get out there and start exploring the produce aisle because that is what saves people's lives. It, it truly does. Um, you know, people going on plant-based diets, you can get full, you can get protein, you can get your carbs and you can get your fats all in the produce aisle. So um, before jumping on the next big, you know, diet or the next big weight loss plan, look at really what your goals are. What is it that you want? Do you want, um, you know, is it a number on the scale? Because that's kind of old school now. You know, the number Mm -hmm. really doesn't matter. It's your body composition. Do you want to be leaner? Now that's a different story than the number on the scale. Right. um, Because muscle weighs more than fat. So, you know, if you want to change your body composition, then that's what you need to be eating for and not just a weight goal. Yeah. I mean, I've, I have pictures of me weighing the same weight and my body looking completely different. Yeah. Cause it really like, it's that muscle to fat ratio, you know, um, I actually have, I used to share a picture on Facebook and I don't, if I find it, I'll share it, but nobody hold their breath. Cause you know, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so busy right now. It may never it, happen. But, um, no, not yeah. of me, but it is of all these women yeah. that weigh the same, but they're oh. different heights and different body sizes. So it's okay. like, it says like they all weigh 165 pounds, but it looked completely different depending on your body shape and your height and all of these things. So a number is just a number. It really doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I mean, right. you, could, you can uh, be curvy and be 165 pounds and you could be really skinny and like, like a lot of muscle and be 165 pounds. Right. Um, we were watching the Super Bowl and they said something about one of the, the players was like, six two and 250 pounds and I was like oh that's not that much my husband weighs that much and my friend's like yeah but this guy is taller and like more muscular than your husband and I was like that's a true story I do like my (laughs) okay um so it does like that weight I mean the number means something that was the whole point not to my yeah my husband is by no way shape or form do I think the man's fat um I just like I like men men to have a little meat on their bones I don't yeah. really like skinny well, dudes. <laughs> and, and, and part of this whole, this whole 
mind thing that we're talking about is self-love. It's really respecting your own body for where you are, where you've come from and where you're going. Um, so, you know, you're the psychology gal, but I'm more of the, yeah, if there's a psychological component, um, you know, let's talk about it. What is it that, what is it about that number or what is it about that memory that you have to have or that you feel inadequate about? And, you know, really exposing those things in my own personal life have, have really opened up my eyes, you know, um, throughout, throughout this and allowing me to help other people that way. Right. And, and it does have a lot to do with self, self-love. I remember my, I was obsessed with an 145 pounds because in seventh grade I got weighed by the nurse and I was like crying because I was 145 pounds and I thought that was fat. And my like six foot friends, like I'm 145 pounds too. And I'm like, you're like six inches taller than me. (laughs) But now, I mean, since I've been an adult, I've gotten back down below 145 pounds and you know, now I'm heavier than that. And for me, once I, it didn't matter that I got below that. Like that didn't make me any more happy. (laughs) Like it was more stressful because that's below my set point. Like, so I had to work so hard to maintain it. Like I was hardly eating anything at all. And I was working out like crazy. And it was just so stressful to be at that because my body's like, we're not supposed to be here. Like we're not in seventh grade anymore. Yeah. And that's the other um, myth is the overworking in the gym. You can actually create a lot of issues. If you're not fueling yourself properly, your body is smart enough to scavenge Mm. the nutrients it needs from your own muscles. So your body's eating itself basically in the way that you don't want it to. Um, So there's a lot of components that go on and I have such a, a deeper respect and appreciation for the human body. And the the adaptions that it does when we when we when our mind says oh let's just eat bacon for three weeks and nothing else like our body survives that it yeah. figures out a way but it doesn't feel good and it certainly don't look good so you know it's my recommendation is if anybody's looking to live healthier look at the lifestyle that you're living and does it make sense does it make sense to drink, you know, diet soda with chemicals in it every day, you know, drink excess alcohol, drink, eat candy and like all of these things. Yes. In little amounts, no big deal. Right. Especially if they're controlled and especially if you're, you're, you're making the choice to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when the uh, out of control um, and the, the self loathing and the punishment, I'm going to, I'm going to make up for this in the gym tomorrow when we're treating ourselves with that kind of um, just just that negative feelings, it creates an atmosphere that is not a healthy one in, in all, all respects. So that's what I try to kind of pinpoint for people. And a light usually goes off and they're like, yeah, like, why am I doing all of this? I'm killing myself. And I'm like, do you enjoy it? Not, not one bit. So Maybe we need to find another way. We need to find something that, that fits. Yeah. And your cells are made up with what you eat. Do you want your cells made up of like salad and fruits and stuff or 
you know, Mountain Dew and, and Doritos, like, which yeah. one do you think is going to work better? <laughs> now, well, like you said, right. there's nothing wrong with having these things on occasion. Like, of course, everybody's going, I mean, you're going to go to like a birthday party or whatever, or, you know, maybe you're just out and you're like, you know what? I really haven't had a diet Coke in forever. Let me have it. And trust me, you will have it after not having diet Coke in a really long time and be like, this is not as good as I remember it. being." Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. When I, when I realize the consequence and I do it anyway, you know, the, whether it's the stomach ache I'm going to get, or whether it's the headache I'm going to get, I'm like, Oh, I don't want that headache tomorrow. So I'll pass. And, and I gladly pass. It's not like I'm denying myself and I'm sitting, sitting in the corner while everyone's having fun and I'm not, I, I enjoy myself and I'm in control of that choice. And I no longer let other people dictate you know, oh, why aren't you doing this? Or why, oh, go on, or this. I'm like, it's really no, nobody else's business what, what I choose for my body. And if you if you want to know why, I'd love to tell you. If not, no problem. Right, right. It's, you know, it's about making good choices. I used to say uh, making good choices 95% of the time. There <laughs> you go. Because nobody's like 100%. Like, you know, you're going to have nobody. those times where, you know, you go to your niece's birthday party and you're like, you know what? Yeah. I think I'll have a slice of cake, you know, no big deal. Um, right. but it's different when that is a slice of cake every single day. And now it, it does like when you eat so well for so long and then you start eating like crap every day again, it feels different. It feels gross. Like yeah. that, that over the weekend, I said to my oldest daughter, I'm like, you know what? I'm really craving is some cool ranch Doritos. And she was like, okay, I'll pick some up for you. I had some. And then I later on was like, Oh no, that was a really bad idea. Like that was really, <laughs> they were not as good as I remember them being. No, <laughs> I have not had them. Never as good. <laughs> yeah. And then, so not only that, but it will throw off your sleeping pattern because your body has to take so much time to digest and to um, get it out of your system, then it's not doing all the, all the stuff that loves to do at night, which is detox your body. And then it throws off the next day. And maybe the next day you're a little tired and you have an extra cup of coffee, which leads to, you know, being a little dehydrated. So, you know, and it's just a chain reaction of little tiny things that, you know, over months and months can lead to excess weight, can lead to um, extreme PMS issues. Mm -hmm. um, it can lead to all kinds of things that looking at it from a nutritional standpoint can be, those dots can be connected. And, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you, you brought up to the doctor. Oh, I'm glad you brought up the extreme PMS because I will say my PMS was way worse when I used to eat like crap every day. Like yeah. it got dramatically better when I stopped eating like crap and dramatically better when I started using Finks. So I don't know why. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. The period underwear. Oh, I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah. Okay. So it, I don't know why, but I was reading an article and it said, yeah, a lot of women, when they start using things or like the diva cup or stuff like that, that their periods get a lot better. I guess something about the blood being able to just flow TMI, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm actually very interested, but maybe in another time we can get deeper into that. But 
hormone health. Um, actually, right now I have a, um, a free hormone health workshop that I'm offering. It's online, um, and it's basically just takes you through um, what are the hormones that are in our bodies and why do they need to be balanced? What do they do? Whether it's cortisol, um, you've heard of that one. You know, what about um, estrogen and testosterone? And um, so all of these hormones they are released at different times, the amounts change, and all of these things happen and they all have different effects. So if there's certain foods that you can eat because you're, you're low in one or you're, oh, maybe you have an over um, production of estrogen, um, you know, these things can lead to excess weight gain, especially in the midsection, which is where I was really struggling because I was eating a healthy diet. So I was like, what, what's up? Why, why do I still have, you know, this? And it, I attribute it to hormonal weight. And so now I'm really working um, on figuring out those things and helping other women to identify, oh, I had a really bad period this month. Okay, well, let's look at your nutrition. Let's look at the products that you're using and, and the things are being absorbed into your body. Oh, All yes. of those toxins they put really big strain on your liver and kidneys and you know the less strain you put on them the easier they work and the happier they are so it all is connected i use uh the environmental working group app to scan my products yeah. or search for them um because i try to keep my cleaning products and my beauty products as very like low harmful chemicals, you know? Um, so yeah. the environmental working group has like a green, orange and red level when it comes to products. And I try to keep mine generally in the green level, um, for the products to try to not have that really intense chemical load. Because when I first started into like cleaning up, like eating healthier and doing better, I came across somebody I was listening to, I think it was a podcast and they were talking about chemicals in our products. I'm like, I never thought about that. I didn't even know that was a thing, but like the chemicals that are in our beauty supplies or our cleaning products, like all these different chemicals can really mess with our bodies and how they work. Yeah. They're called endocrine disruptors. And I mean, just from the name, it sounds like, Ooh, whatever that is, I don't want it in my body. I mean, it can be down to the foundation you put on your skin, mm -hmm. nail polish. I mean, and this isn't to say you got to run out and throw everything out, but it really, it, the next time you buy, look at the ingredients. Are they toxic? I mean, um, you know, it, it just, you, you can kind of go down a rabbit hole there, but Think about your body and all of the things it has to do for you during the day. And nutrition is a huge part of it, but it's not the only thing. And that has really opened my eyes to looking at all of the aspects um, that go into whatever the key, key problem is that the person is struggling with. And um, it really, it broadens the perspective of, Oh, I don't have to necessarily eat. My friend called it rabbit food. I don't have to That's just eat. That's what my grandfather food. calls it too. <laughs> my grandfather calls it rabbit food. So, yeah, and I'm like, well, no, that, that, no, I don't, I'm pretty sure rabbits don't eat what I eat. But, um, you know, it, it's all of the aspects of uh, what we're doing to our bodies. And, you know, we want to be happy and free of pain and sleep well. And, Living in a lifestyle like that is much more interesting.
enjoyable than any other alternative. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, and now looking back to when I was younger and in my early twenties where I survived on diet, Dr. Pepper, fast yep. food and alcohol, I was like, how was I, I told my husband the other day, I was like, how is it that I could like get three hours of sleep after being at the bar all night and go to work the next day. But now if I don't get my eight hours of sleep a night, I wake up and I'm like a zombie. I can't even function. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so quick. I'm so quick to anger and I'm so frustrated. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I, you know, and I had a clean diet and I did all of the things. So, uh, I mean, and as we get older, our bodies get more sensitive to those kinds of things. And, you know, the, the bigger stressors we have as our kids get older and, you know, there's just, everybody is different and, and you're different throughout your life. So what's something that worked for you even a year ago, it's not the same place that you are now. So right. you have to allow that change and be okay to embrace that and be like, I need a change. This isn't working anymore. I need to talk to somebody who knows about my changing hormones, my changing body, the, the strength of my gut, all of these kinds of things. So people listening might be going, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. Where can I start? Like, what is something that, what are a few things that people can focus on right now that they have control over? Like, so yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I hate, I hate when people feel overwhelmed because, um, it can be, it can simplify your life. It's not meant to be complicated diets and counting and weighing and that's complicated. What's not complicated is whole foods. You mm. cannot overeat whole foods. I mean, you could, but it really is not that. It's right. Not I would realistic. say it's hard to overeat not, a salad. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to eat six bananas. I mean, you're not uh, because your body can tell you no when it's a whole food. Your body doesn't know what a whole sleeve of Oreos is It because right. it doesn't know what it is. So easy things is spend time in the produce aisle, you know, think of whole foods. When you look at your dinner plate, it should be at least half vegetables and a potato is a vegetable. That's okay. They're not evil. You know, they have nutrients in them. Um, you know, some key things would be look at the quality of the food that you're buying. Mm. Um, you know, organic foods, non GMO foods, which are foods that have not been genetically modified those have more nutrition in them and your body is more easily able to absorb the nutrients from foods that haven't been treated with chemicals. Because when you eat a piece of fruit that is not organic, your body has to spend a lot of time just cleaning itself from the pesticides. And that's not just washing it off. Those are the pesticides that grow inside mm -hmm. in the soil. So buying cleaner foods is going to be a lot less toxic load on your body. So really easy, eat more vegetables and eat clean ones. Eat ones that don't have a chemical or toxic load in them. The environmental working group that I mentioned earlier, and I'll link up their a website in the show notes, they have a clean 15 and dirty dozen list. So what it is, yeah. is the, it's the clean 15 are the 15 fruits and vegetables that have the least amounts of pesticides in them. 
Um, so these yeah. are ones that you really don't, you, I mean, if you don't want to buy them organic, you can't because organic can become expensive and that's a lot of the argument. But then there's the dirty dozen. These are the dozen um, fruits and veggies that have the most pesticides. So what I try to do is I try to buy everything on the dirty dozen as organic. Um, everything that's there so, and, and things outside of that too. Um, but sometimes it's hard to find certain things depending on where you live in the grocery store as organic. Um, those are the things I try to buy organic all the time where the dirty dozen, I'm not too as worried about buying that organic, especially if it's not available. And that's a, that's a good resource for anybody listening. If they're like, wow, that's a lot of money. We're talking about spending on organic. That's a right. great place to start. Yeah, and I, I absolutely agree with you because it is a price shock. Um, I, I'm fortunate enough to have a Walmart close and I mm -hmm. buy most of my groceries there. They have organic produce. Um, but one thing that you can do to save on cost is um, frozen vegetables and fruits. Mm -hmm. um, are there, it's called flash frozen. And um, what that means is because they're on ice, so to speak, they don't have to have... Um, preservatives okay. so they are while they might not be tasted super duper fresh but you're still getting the quality nutrition from them uh, whether it's broccoli or green beans or you know you're making a smoothie and you put organic mangoes in there um, you know yeah stick to the clean 15 um, and if that's not an option for you money wise then you know forego it find some find another option mm -hmm. find um, you can you know pick something else to eat you know, um, there's plenty of hopefully where, where you live and, and, you know, you, you have access to it. I know some people don't, but, um, you just got to do your best with what's available to you and right. every little thing helps. Yeah. And like you said, even like getting better sleep is like a great, yeah. a great place to start. Hydration. Too. Hydration. Drink filtered water. Yeah. I keep on Looking. muting myself to drink my water while we're doing this interview. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And hydration, I mean, that's simple. It's free. You know, um, you do want to start looking at the quality of your water too. Um, mm -hmm. I bought a little stick on Amazon, um, a little, and I just measured how many, um, parts per million of dissolved metals and chemicals are in, in just regular tap water. And it's astounding and not to overwhelm, but you need to look at quality filters for your water too. Uh, whether that's the fridge filter, whether that's a Brita thing, you can, um, oops, I lost my little microphone. Whether it's a Brita filter um, that you keep in your fridge, you can get them on Amazon for, you know, 15, 20 bucks. It, it's not that expensive, but um, again, it's what you're putting in your body. Um, mm -hmm. So you need to think of it as a clean, you know, I want my body to be as clean as possible so it functions at its optimal. Right. Right. And these are like simple things you can start with is, you know, just starting to make better choices at the store. I personally love to make a grocery list before I go to the store. So I'm not tempted to buy random stuff I'd really don't need. So I'm like, if it's not on my list and I don't go why I'm hungry, don't ever go grocery shopping while you're hungry. You're going to throw stuff in the car that doesn't even belong yeah. there, but right. I don't go hungry and I have a list. So I go in and I just get the things on my list and it helps you save money too. And you go in and get the yeah. things on your list. Like I meal plan every week. I, I plan a meal for each night and make sure I write all that down. And 
it really helps when you go in the grocery store to make better choices than if you go in, you don't have a list and you're just trying to keep all this stuff in your head and then you're picking up stuff that you shouldn't and all of these different things. Real easy to start with the eating a little cleaner. Start just like maybe one meal a day. Like don't even over, yeah. over compliment, complicate it and be like, I'm going to do all of the things all right now. Right. Yeah. And I don't even suggest that to my own private clients. I'm like, let's start with the two or three things that are priority for you and right. that are easy. And once you, you drink more water, you're going to be like, okay, I did that. No big deal. What's the and next thing? you won't thing? be as hungry. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. I find like if I get a good sleep and I drink enough water, I'm not as hungry during the day. Yeah. And the more vegetables I eat too, because there's a lot of water in cucumbers, celery, mm -hmm. you know, um, that helps with hydration too, but you're also getting the added benefit of fiber and nutrients. So, you know, think about those kinds of things when you're meal planning, or if you don't, you're like, I don't even know where to start with meal plans. I've got plenty of free resources, plenty of free meal plans. Um, you know, you can come to my Facebook page or my website and just get started. Just start thinking, what can I do to better myself or to better mm -hmm. my health? Pinterest is also my best friend. I love yeah. going on Pinterest and looking for recipes, you know, and That's then I good. start looking at the list of ingredients and being like, mm, how clean is that ingredient? Like, does it have a ton? Is it one ingredient that has like 10 ingredients inside of it? Or is it just straight forward? Like, you know, peppers yeah. or onions and, and yeah. Pinterest has been yeah. a great resource for me. It's great. I just tend to get super lost. <laughs> I go down so many <laughs> rabbit holes, but yeah, it, it provides inspiration. And sometimes when you're in that lull of like, oh my gosh, if I make spaghetti meatballs again for my kids, I'm going to die. You know? Yeah. You need to go find, um, skinny taste is a really great one too. Cause she breaks it down, um, by food group and by, you know, you can type in broccoli and she'll give you all the broccoli recipes. So um, that's a really good one too. Um, Cookinglight.com is good too. Cookinglight.com. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so recipes are a dime a dozen. You have to go out there and match it with what it is you want in your life. Do you need mm -hmm. quick and easy because you're a working mom and you, you know, you need something in a crock pot. There's something out there for you. Um, you don't know how to use an instant pot or, you know, there's the resources are out there. You just have to take that first step. And maybe it starts with a conversation with a neighbor or a friend or, you know, finding an accountability buddy that just going to say, Hey, remember we said we were going to eat better. What are you doing? You know, you, you gotta, you gotta find it for yourself. Right. Well, Eleanor, I know this time goes by really fast. So we are at the end of our time. I'd love for you to just kind of wrap it up. Uh, leave the inspired women audience with one or a handful of things that you really want them to know before we end this interview. Yeah. Well, I, again, I'm super excited to be here and it's been two years since I've been here and I've grown a lot. Um, and I really am just looking to inspire. I mean, this is the perfect audience for that. Um, I'm, I'm happy to share, um, you know, whole food recipes. I'm happy to listen to, you know, your ailments and your pain and see where we can connect the dots to make you feel better. Um, you know, you want to eat better so that you can live better. And, you know, my, my little tagline is your body, your body is unique. And so is your nutrition. So think about that, 
next time uh, you come across a magazine or you get you kind of get sucked into the next um, diet fad, is it truly what you want or are you looking for something that is really going to change you and make you better? Right. Well, I'm going to link all of your links up, your website, Facebook, Instagram, all the things for everybody to connect with you. You even gave me the link to your Facebook group. So if anybody wants to join that, that's also going to be there. We're also going to have the link to your previous episode if they want to listen to that one too. So all of the things will be on there. Um, So Eleanor, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Yeah, thank you, Megan. This was, I'm so glad I reached out to you and, uh, you know, your audience and I, I'm truly blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.